What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, how are you? Oh, hey, dog. How are you? I'm fucking chilling, dog. It's fucking incredible. Ever since I told you last episode to get out of the house, uh, I just wanted to follow up with that. Have you gotten out of the house? No, I would never take your advice. Well, that's uh, probably pretty good because I was the one who told Novak Djokovic to do that tournament. That was a regret. I don't like that about you. I gave a lot of people coronavirus that day, and I am sorry. Oh, that's sorry, right. Sorry, so sorry. Because you classically work at the U.S. Open. No, it wasn't U.S. Open related, but yes, I have worked at the U.S. Open I, in the past. I figured that's where you met him. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, to be honest, that's where I've seen him. It's the only place I've seen him in person. But I'll be honest with you, he did not really want to talk to me. Hmm. Wonder why. Isn't that insane? Isn't that crazy that someone would, wouldn't want to talk to me? Um, no, I would believe that they wouldn't want to talk to you. Hurtful. Why? Because you're a simple you're man? hurtful. Because you're simple? I went on um, 4chan, and it really made me feel better. Oh, that's devastating to hear. Why did you think it was a good idea for you to go on 4chan? Because you're a white man? Yeah, this is my people. 
And I uh, I went on there and I apologized for everything they've been going through recently. Well, um, I don't like that <laughs> at all. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. All right, let's get into it. All right, we season are t- six, episode eight. We are in the middle of my favorite episodes. Yes, we are season six, episode eight of Below Deck. This is during this is the uh, seven, eight, nine of it all that Nick, literally, from what I understand, comes to when it goes on. Yeah, that's why I got to get up in the middle of the night and watch these. Really? That's what you do? Yeah. Otherwise, Lyra would leave me. Oh. She said, no coming. Why? And uh, it's tough. That's just the kind of relationship she wants. I, she she can go, just not me. But I probably shouldn't get it too, too deep into it because it's kind of gross. And we have a lot of families who listen. We do have a lot of families who listen to the show. A lot show. of families. So we continue with Captain Lee bitching out the deck crew, and he puts it all on Chandler. And Chandler's trying to blame the crew, but Captain Lee isn't having it. And he tells him if he has to take care of the crew, if Captain Lee has to take care of the crew, then why the fuck does he have a Chandler slash bosun? He tells him to get it together or there will be some changes. Just change it already. I agree. Fucking just do make the changes, bro. Change it. Like, let's change this. Hey, you know what? I'd make a change. I'd say replace Captain Lee with Captain Marcus. No. Okay. Captain Marcus Are they ever going to bring Marcus back? No, he's been replaced by Sandy. What do you think Marcus did wrong? Um, I don't know. Be boring as fuck. Do you think he didn't want to come back? Do you think he listens to this? Uh, No, I don't. Okay, well, thanks for taking your time to answer. What do you want me to say? Yes, I think Captain Marcus is deep into the Deckhead podcast universe. You do? Me too! No, I don't. I think he doesn't even remember remember his stint on Below Deck. Like, if you walked up to him, you're like, hmm, hey, uh, loved you on Below Deck. He'd be like, sorry? I couldn't hear you. What was that, boy? He'd be like, Below Deck. He's like, who's below deck? We're not a curly on a yacht. And you'd be like, no, no, I loved you on below deck. And he'd be like, sorry, I can't hear well. What was that? And you were like, you know, before Captain Sandy? And he'd be like, Hurricane Sandy? <laughs> I didn't live through that one. I was in the med. I believe Hurricane Sandy happened uh, down the East Coast. You got it. That was a great act out. Should we cut it out? <laughs> no, it was great. No, I'll make a note to cut it out because you know what? It was violent. Why? It was violent. How? Violently hilarious. Oh, I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And that's what we call a, a Nick and Anna team up twofer. That's what we call uh-huh. improv, baby. Yeah. I wonder if... Uh, I wonder if we'll get canceled because our improv's too good. Oh, well, I mean, the rate people are getting canceled, I, uh... No, I don't mean, like, a little, not, like, um, get a little figure type home. canceled. I mean, like, just the podcast might get canceled because they're like, honestly, they told us it was about Below Deck, and here they are just doing improv the whole time. My old co-star got canceled this week. Who? Ron Jeremy. 
Oh, God, you guys co-starred together? I was in a movie with Rod Jeremy, and uh, I had lines with him, but he came, he was not able to learn any lines, and so he had to just do his lines one after another while someone read them to him. It was not a big-budget blockbuster, as you can probably imagine. And then I just uh, had to come in and act uh, to, uh, to no one. Ooh. Ooh. Well, um, and he actually that day that we were shooting, um, TMZ, uh, outed him at, or like he got me tooed that day. It was, this was like two years ago. Really? Oh, so he's, yeah. he's, but we've all known he's kind of problematic for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like not allowed to go to porn events anymore because he's such a, a creep. Really? Yeah. Damn. Isn't he like king of porn or whatever? I guess he was. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what he's the king of porn. And so he just abused his power and lots of sexual assault. Wow. I don't like that. I hate abusive power. Yeah. But anyway, my good buddy Ron, Ron, I call him, um, he's done. So. Ooh, why would you call me your buddy? <laughs> At a time like this. Well, I met him that one time two years ago. I don't know if you recall, and I was very frustrated by his uh, inability to act. That's all I know about him. There was this one line where he kept saying, um, fracking, this was the line, fracking, what the frack is fracking? You know, that's the line. That's all it is. And he never got it right. He said, what the frack is fracking, maybe a hundred times. What the, f- and it would always, it was, it was always like, uh, franking. What the frank is franking? Okay. I, this is, he should be canceled. And so, then the director is, <laughs> okay. All right. You want to move on? That's fine. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this. This is Sorry, so annoying. People like Hollywood stories. No. Who cares about him being like, you what didn't even the get franking? to my punchline. I said okay, all that ahead. shit and you didn't let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's that's you know, getting an argument right before the punchline. That's not what that's not how you do a punchline. I didn't know a punchline was coming. Well, why else would I be telling this long story? Hard to say. Go ahead. No. What is the this punchline? This is a lesson for you to learn. I don't there's no lessons in podcasting. What's the punchline? Oh, there's a lesson. Next time you'll let me do my art. All right, what's next? What was the punchline? Um, the punchline will remain a mystery to you forever. Uh, what? Well, I okay. I'll pretend to not listen, and you tell the audience what the punchline was. Okay. All no, right, I would listening. have no. It's a buildup. You don't understand comedy. I can't okay. explain it to you. What All the, I can tell you is that this isn't happening, fracking. and you should move on. What the funk was fracking? What the frickle frack frack? Okay, what was it? Nick, don't be that little boy. Jesus Christ. Fine. Fine. You want to be that little boy? Fine, Master Pearson. I hope you step on glass. Oh, you guys. Nick is being a real bad boy right now. And if he keeps this up, he's not going to meet his 4 p.m. hard out. (laughs) I'm going to kill you, Nick. Nick is actively trying not to talk. He's making a stupid smile and it's infuriating me. I swear to God. Nick, speak. I, okay, fine. I'm moving forward and no one will ever know that punchline. And I will find a way of never letting you speak about it again. <laughs> You're starting to look a lot more like Ron Jeremy these days. 
<laughs> Guys, the sh- the show is canceled. I guess. Oh, well, you'll learn your lesson. All right, what's up? What else is next? What's going I on? I hate you. All right, Adrian says he's never had a whole table tell him that his food was so bad that he's so now he's going to uh, step it up for that night's dinner. Uh, Captain Lee tells Kate he thinks Chandler has been dropping the ball. And at some point, Chandler is bitching out his crew or at the same time, Chandler is bitching out his crew and blaming them. And Ashton finally speaks up and says they've been running around with their like chickens with their heads cut off because no one tells them what they should be doing or like they would have done it. Like there's no instruction. And Chandler says no one knew what was supposed to be going on. And they're like, yeah, that's a problem. And Ross says that they need to be more prepared and have a schedule. And Chandler's like, well, things always change. So you need to be prepared for anything. And it's like, dude, stop making excuses as to why you refuse to make a schedule. Like, just fucking do it. If things change, things change. But at least there's a schedule for in case things don't change, you fucking fool. Every excuse he makes just infuriates me further. It infuriates you? It infuriates me. That seems like that. You hung, get hung up on that one word a lot. Is there anything we can do to help? Infuriate me. Can I help you? So Riley tells Ashton she appreciates him speaking up. And she says that if Chandler was on her boat in Alaska, he would have been fired because there's no reason for his attitude and for all the mistakes he's been making. All right. Chandler doesn't want to be on your boat in Alaska. Okay. If Chandler was on your boat in Alaska, you would thank God you got such a talented crewman. I bet the people who are on your boat in Alaska are running away from a murder that they committed in the lower 48. Jesus, Nick. Anyway. That's what Alaska is. It's people who murdered someone and needed to get away. There's no reason to go up there to hang out with the Palins. No. Wow. Wow. You don't have to have gotten an A in trig to know you don't want to hang out with the Palins. Adrian says he's done with Caroline and will be professional with her, but she has too many problems and he's not going to take on that load anymore. And the guests are getting ready for their rock and roll themed party. And Captain Lee is joining them for dinner that night. They all sit down. And so far, the guests are happy with the food. And of course, Captain Lee is loving it as well. And Ross and Riley are finishing up. It's a white party too, right? No, the white party happened the night before. This is the rock and roll party. Oh, 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 bad, 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 bad. Yeah, you've embarrassed us. For the last time, though. No. For the first time. Oh, okay. It's a nice compliment. Riley and Ross, they're finishing up cleaning. And uh, she tells Ross that she appreciates him and Ashton speaking up. And Ross says that he tries to have respect for Chandler, but today was just a shit show. And back at dinner, Lady Tannen asks Captain Lee, how do you make a tissue dance? And he's like, I have no idea. And she's like, you put a boogie in it. Yes, and it kills. And I and I it, I wrote my and my notes. Wow, she killed. I bet Nick was so upset. Oh, well like have you ever killed that hard? That's very rude. Have you ever killed as hard as Lady Tannen with a Ooh. boogie joke? If only I could have used that uh, on uh, on late night. I I think I think I'd still have a career. A lot of people say that. Yeah. But unfortunately, I had to use my own jokes. Ugh, so. That's tough. 
You saw the results. Not Ron Jeremy's jokes? No, I I wasn't able to get through them. Right when I was at the my uh, Ron Jeremy punchline, <laughs> um, Jimmy Fallon was like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, I gotta I gotta talk to you about something real quick. No, nah, you can you can finish it now." And I was like, uh, "Jimmy, that's uh, it's not really how it works." And he's like, "No, no, no, comedy's fine. You just uh, just do the punchline. Don't even worry about telling them the first part." I don't know why every all these comedians got to say all these lines that don't have punchlines. I agree with Jimmy. You know, I never thought I would say this, but I agree with Jimmy Fallon. Would you have a drink with Jimmy Fallon? Never. Would you have 40? <laughs> no. He would. Uh, he, he would. He certainly would. If anyone doesn't know what we're referencing, Jimmy Fallon is a raging alcoholic. Rager. Yeah. So Josiah calls his niece to FaceTime with her, and he says he loves being an uncle, and he misses his little niece, and he keeps calling her Primrose. He's so proper. He's so butler proper. Yeah. Proper butler. Uh, anyway, everyone goes to bed and now it is officially the next day. Thank God. Chandler is dreading being on deck, but he says he just needs to mo- mirror his father's style of being calm and collected. In my opinion, mirror your father's style of just being better. Mirror your father's style of not being on a boat anymore. <laughs> Retiring. Just yeah. retire. Yeah, and Chandler meets with Captain Lee to plan the pig roast luau beach party thing going on and later in the day for dinner. And Captain Lee's like, you can't fuck this up. I really expect you to nail it. There's no room for error. And Chandler's like, yeah, I got it. But you can see behind his eyes, he don't he got don't it. Got he it. don't got it. He don't got it. He don't got it. He don't got it. Caroline is on breakfast service that morning. And of course, she's about to fuck up. And even the guests know how frazzled she is because she's running around and has no answers to any of their questions. And and the, and Master Pearson's like, uh, Caroline, which way is the boat going? And perfect opportunity to joke around with Master Pearson and be like, we're going that way. But she goes, you're asking the wrong lady, kid. I was like, mm. Jesus, dude, shut up. Just like play along. Because mm. then the parents are like, she has no answers for anything. Once Kay is up, the guests, one of the guests asks her to remake her Bloody Mary because the one that Caroline made apparently sucks. And Kate had a feeling that she should get up and help Caroline because she assumed she'd be frazzled. And Caroline's foot is healed, but she still sucks at her job. And Kate's getting very fed up with her. Like, very. Um, Kate is... Um she's got the, the the patience of Mother Teresa, I swear to God. She's pretty patient. What happened? Remember there was like one episode where we hated Kate? I mean, one season. What I, I feel like I can't remember ever disliking what Kate was up to. She has been so patient with Caroline. I don't really... Every time Caroline catches her saying something about her, it's not even negative. Yeah. Well, I mean... Kind it's of facts. negative, but it's just it's facts. Yeah. I don't think she's lying. Oh, you don't think I'm lying. Or I said, I don't think you're lying. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. First... I'm talking about you, but I, I talk all day. I am with the same people all day and we talk about every single thing. And you came up and I said, I think you're not lying. You should give me a fucking kiss on the mouth. But also, uh, you should eat my ass. Well, that first time she overheard them, they were saying that they need to talk to Caroline. So, because she's talking too much or something like that. 
I didn't really get it. But they were like blacked out drunk and just saying nonsense. I don't know. Well, she needs to stop talking to the guests because every time she talks to the guests, they're like, hi, can I have insert reasonable request here? And then she's like, what? You want a what? Oh, I got to go get orange. I don't even have orange juice. I'll have to squeeze oranges. Yeah, and they're like, why are you telling me all this? She's a fool. You have oranges. I've asked for orange juice. Seems like now you need to go downstairs. Get me my fucking orange juice. Yeah, well. I paid you $50,000, you dumb bee. Yeah. It's hard to hate Kate. I mean, she can be a bitch, but she's also just so good at her job that, like, I, like, I can't, can't hate her. Okay, well, that's Anna's opinion. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. 
Imagine that. Chandler is talking about the beach picnic with Ross and Ashton and says he is motivated to be better because they said they were running around confused. Josiah and Kate are discussing Caroline and they think she's getting worse because she's so flustered and everything in the laundry is always a mess because she's in charge of it. And Kate says she's getting very annoyed by it all. So Kate is arranging some live dancers and musicians for the luau that night and pig roast. And Chandler's trying to go to the beach to set up. And Captain Lee tells him that the water toys need to be set up first before he leaves, which is like common sense, because what are the guests supposed to do when you're gone? And Adrian is overhearing this in the galley. And he says he's not surprised that Chandler is already fucking up. And even Josiah is confused as to why they're trying to leave without leaving stuff out for the guests to do while they're on board. And the deck crew is gone. And Play some backgammon. Yeah. Here, here's a chessboard. Anyway, uh, Chandler and Riley are basically about to pop off because he's treating her like an idiot. Like, she's the only person he says anything to. He's like, uh, Ch- uh, Riley, I actually asked you to do this. And she'd be like, no, you didn't. If all three of the guys left chamois out, he'd be like, Riley, why did you leave everyone's chamois out? It's actually getting, like, so obnoxious at this point that I would pop off. If I, I wasn't even involved, I would go and pop off on Chandler about it. Oh, yeah. You would you would make like um, the mosquito bite on Caroline's foot and pop off. Yeah, I'd be like, pop, 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 pop. Which what does that mean? No sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't know what it means. She says you. it again this episode. It's infuriating. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Guess what happens? Riley finally pops off on Chandler for being condescending to her all the time. She says she's going to take it to the captain soon and He's like, you know, in the coming up attractions, whenever they showed this, they always showed it as if he was saying, go do it to her face. But it turns out he only said, yeah, go do it in the ITM. He doesn't say it to her face. And he's like, just keep your eyes open, Riley. And it's just nonsense because he like demands respect, but shows zero respect to Riley and treats her like an idiot at all times. But more importantly, he shows zero competency. I think that's the true problem. Uh, yeah, I just, I hate him. Ross knows that getting the guests from the boat to the island is going to be tough because of all the reef surrounding the island. But Chandler doesn't seem concerned, even though he should, because he's Chandler. Nah, he's not concerned about anything. He's cool, calm, and collected. The only thing he's not is competent. Yeah, I don't... Cool, calm, collected, and incompetent. The thing is, like, I trust... Chandler, 0% with everything. Okay. What do you, you do? You trust him? Yeah. Sorry, I trust him. Why? I, I just, I just decided to trust him now after ranting against him because I feel bad. There's no one you can trust more than someone you've just yelled at. The Nikki T story. Buy my book in bookstores everywhere. No. So they're slowly getting everything to the beach for the setup. And Ross is explaining to Captain Lee the situation over the radio about the reef and the tender. And he says at night it's going to be like a shit show because you're not going to be able to see the reef. So you might fuck up the tender. And they come up with a game plan to get everything back before it's too dark because it's not safe. And they're slowly getting everything on the island. And Captain Lee wants everyone all the guests on their way to the island ASAP because they're running so behind and the musicians are playing on the island and only half the guests have come to the island. And Captain Lee says the guests need to be back before sundown. So if they need to cut it short, then they will. And then this part, 
is confusing. So Chandler is carrying one guest from the tender to the island. And I, based off what I saw, he places her down on the sand. Mm -hmm. And as she's getting up to walk away, she steps on a slippery rock and falls. Chandler didn't put her down on the rock. Chandler put her down on the sand and she walked onto the rock and slipped. But well, the but everyone else seems to be blaming Chandler and being like, he put her on the rock. But you can clearly see in the footage he didn't do that. Let's say he dropped her. Right, which he didn't do. He placed her down. Yeah, but Chandler sucks, so he dropped her. Okay. I just, that you know, simple. Just details are important. Anytime a guest, look, it wasn't safe. What he did wasn't safe. Yeah. He should have said something like, don't. Step on that. Stay on the He sand. should have had Ashton carry her, A, and B, he should have carried her all the way to the walkway. The walkways was what's slippery. Well. She should have just walked on the sand and not tried to step on the walkway. When She slipped when she stepped on the walkway. Well, it's confusing. Look, all I know is that Chandler got to go. Yeah. So Captain Lee decides to change the plan and have taxi vans pick the guests up and take them to the dock but wants everything else back on the boat ASAP because it's too dangerous to take everyone else. That, and by everyone else, I mean the, the deck crew back on the boat ASAP because it's too dangerous to take the tenders through the reef. So instead, they'll just pick them up at the dock. But of course, all the deck crew leave and just leave Kate and Josiah behind with the guests, which makes no sense because they should have at least left one deck crew member. So the deck or the guests love the pig roasts and the luau was a success with the dancers and the musicians. Good times. Loving it. Woo! And so the guests are heading back to the dock in the vans, and Chandler sends Ross, Ross and Ashton to get the guests, and Captain Lee asks Caroline to make drinks for the guests for their arrival. So let's see how she fucks this one up. And Captain Lee tells Chandler that Riley did a good job that day on the boat, and he's like, oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's any way uh, Caroline can fuck up these drinks because... She's not even making drinks. She's just pouring champagne. Well, you'd be surprised. So as Caroline is getting the champagne ready, she drops one of the champagne glasses on the steps coming up from the lower deck to like the main deck. So there's a bunch of broken glass and she keeps radioing Captain Lee to hold off because she broke glass as she runs. So I guess get something to clean up the glass with. But I guess he doesn't hear her or I don't know what's going on. And the guests are back and one of them tells the lady who got dropped tells captain lee she was dropped but again i'm pretty sure he just placed her down the slant and she slipped on the rock that she stepped on herself but i guess captain lee doesn't notice the glass but one of the guests notices the glass but it's too late because master pearson steps on the broken glass and starts crying because he's bleeding and captain lee is pissed immediately and josiah and kate are left on the island to clean up the entire beach picnic themselves when there should have been again one deck crew helping them but, you know, this is a very smoothly running operation, so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's all so bad, but I think, like, the worst point for me so far was when they radioed in and they're like, or they called? They called Kate. Yeah, they had the to call her on the phone. Using her phone number. Yeah. Saying that we don't have any water. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. We're on a deserted island oh with no water. Oh, my God. I rented a yacht, and now I'm on a deserted island with no water, and I had to call someone on the phone. I mean, it wasn't technically a deserted island, but it was still like an island that 
It was Should've. deserted by my Sienna. Yeah. So idiotic. So the guests are pouring themselves drinks because Caroline is too busy cleaning up the glass. Uh, and Captain Lee's like, no, no, go ahead. Uh, Chandler will clean it up. Go serve the guests. And then she starts gagging. What the fuck is going on with her? She starts gagging like, oh, which is like, yeah, what's what is this even about? What is she gagging? No, from? no idea. She's just gagging. And Captain Lee's like, bro, relax. Go do service. And she's like, yeah, sorry. She's like, sorry, but I'm in love with him. <laughs> and when I am in love with him, I gag away from him. <laughs> I love him, Sandy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and when I love, I break glass on children's feet. And then oh. instead of cleaning it up, I go away from it. <laughs> That's legit what she did. <laughs> she went away from the broken glass instead of being like, everyone, attention, alert, broken glass. She's so dumb. Ugh. Kate is like, <laughs> I just can't get over her like, it's like, what are you fucking doing? What is sickening you to a point of madness? Like, what is going to make you vomit right now? Broken glass, the stench of broken glass is just devastating. Lord, give me the strength. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's when champagne mixes with glass. It's that, you know, that smell that makes you want to throw up. Oh, God. It's so gross. Okay. Like a $300 bottle of champagne that makes you want to. (laughs) If that's not a reason to fire someone just out of pure, like, just like, idiocracy like more than anything just get her off the fucking boat she's like you know what i i need to go to the doctor again (laughs) sucks so bad anyway let's see the list of things that um i popped uh incorrectly champagne and Mm -hmm. my feet Mm -hmm. you know the gag reflex terrible so uh kate and josiah clean up the entire beach picnic which is fucked up. And Kate says she's starving and exhausted and pissed that the deck crew didn't help them. And Kate and Josiah get back to the boat and immediately start working on service. And Kate is annoyed that no one is, no one on the deck crew has given the guests who fell medical attention. And they say, and the, the lady who fell says Chandler didn't even apologize, which is so Chandler. I can't even describe it. It's just yeah, Chandler. You, you got to apologize. Cause, uh, they're the ones that are going to give you your money. Yeah. And you have uh, to say, I'm so sorry, rich people. Yeah. And Kate obviously had to hop on. Kate and Josiah had to hop on, on service ASAP because Caroline was being just taking forever. God, she's so bad at her job. So Caroline tells Kate about the broken glass and that the kids stepped on it. And Kate says, flesh wounds are not five star. And I agree. They're not. They're not. Let's take another quick break and we'll be right back and finish this episode out. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So, uh, yeah. Kate is so upset with how the night went, just in general, like how everything keeps going. She tells Captain Lee that this is a shit show and it's a nine person crew. And yet she and Josiah are doing everything. And he says he'll definitely take care of it. The guest who fell confronts Chandler about how he didn't apologize and no one came to give her medical attention. And Albert, the main primary, was the one that had to like bandaid her up. Uh, bandage her up. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. My bad. And she's like, okay. Yeah, why did he have to bandage me up? Why couldn't one well, of your sexy deckhands bandage me up? Yeah, I mean, at least why one of Ashton them... Ashton take off his underwear and wrap it around my leg? One of them should have at least, uh, like, given her some medical attention, but of course, idiots. Captain Lee tells the deck crew that they are under Kate's rule until she doesn't need them anymore. And Ashton is working on folding laundry with Caroline and... Chandler is pissed that he has to help Kate so much. And then Ashton actually says he loves that Kate's taking in charge of the deck team because it's very refreshing because Chandler sucks. 
and Chandler tries to have ice cream before he's done working for Kate and Kate takes it from him and tells him that he is not done with work yet so he can have his ice cream later and Chandler gets pissed and says that Kate's just a glorified housekeeper she's not allowed to order me around and then he tries to be like well Riley can do whatever work you need and Kate's like I know you like to delegate work and not do it yourself but this is not going to be that situation. Riley's doing other shit. So you're going to help me in here. And I was like, yes, Kate, tell this bitch. Stop trying to push your work on fucking Riley, you idiot. Do you agree? Um, no. Do you even know what I asked you what you agree about? Yeah. Okay. And you want to say it back to me? Uh, that's not how this works. Yeah, okay, because no. I know you're not listening, you fuck. No, no, I'm listening. Nick is too busy literally checking himself out with his weird face filters he's putting on of what's his name from, what's his name from 90 Day Fiance? Big Ed, baby. Yes, he's putting on a Big Ed face filter from 90 Day Fiance and basically just checking himself out and ignoring everything I'm saying. Nah, you were on one of your classic rants. I thought I'd let you have some fun. No, I was trying... But what do you think of my face filter? It's disturbing. <laughs> it looks good, right? Anyway, Captain Lee says he expected more out of Chandler and too many things have added up and he's not happy about it. And he's truly not sure if Chandler can turn it around by the end of the season. And he's not. I don't think he's willing to risk finding out. Risk. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You Nothing anyone has said to him has changed the way he does anything. No, he's a fool. He's. I have a feeling he's not going to make it through this season. No, I think he's going to get fired. Like next Who, episode. Do you think uh, he and Caroline are going to sit next to each other on the plane back to Florida? No, because th- I'm thinking he might get fired before Caroline. How? I don't know. That's a good point. Maybe not. Um, I hope God, they fire it, them I together. Can't, if they don't both get fired the next episode, I, I'm done with this season. Okay, that's not your choice. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I just, then I'm going to go back to Thailand and uh, get Rose to fall in love with me. Who's Rose? Rose is the love of my life. Oh, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, the next day. So the guests are all up and having breakfast and they pull up anchor and head back to dock and the guests are finally leaving. Chandler says he knows he's about to get bitched out because of how shitty this charter went. And it's tip meeting time. And Captain Lee says he doesn't know where to start because their charter was a shit show. But we learn that they got a 20K tip. But Captain Lee believes that they could have gotten 5K more if they had just performed better. 20K? It's a good amount. That's like the second biggest tip they've gotten all season. They fucked up everything. But they could have got a 25K had they done better. I don't think so. Hmm. Well, anyway. Honestly, I, when, I think some people just tip tip what they tip. They tip 20K. If they've done a good job, 20K. If they've done a bad job, 20K. If they'd killed one of their kids, 18K. Yikes. Amundo. Well... Captain Lee calls Kate into the wheelhouse after the tip meeting and she's like, oh God, why is he calling me in? And he gets, she gets there and he goes, I need you to be a witness for this. And I'm like, oh, that's when you know it's about to pop off. If you need a witness, can I get a witness? Mm. 
Then he calls Chandler into the wheelhouse and he says, Chandler, we need to have a talk that I've been putting off, but it's time. And that's where the episode ends. And you know, next episode's gonna pop off. I love it. It's gonna pop off, Queen. It is awful. Well, you know how uh, today Fiumicino in Italy is a busy airport? Uh, Well, hold on. It's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Well, 2,000 years ago, this Sorry, area was filled with What was boats. the airport name? Fiumicino. Where is that? In Italy. Where in Italy? Fiumicino. It's the city of Fiumicino? I guess. It's an airport. Okay. But 2,000 years ago, this area was filled with boats. It was a large artificial harbor only a stone's throw away from the ancient port of Rome. Now, they have a new museum um, that they're opening, uh, Julia Boetto. Oh, so it's in CN- Rome. A CNRS researcher at the Camille Julien Center, you know it, has coordinated 3D reconstructions of three of the wooden boats found at Fiumicino. These boats, used between 2nd and early 5th centuries A.D., were abandoned in the port, at which time they became waterlogged and covered with a layer of sediment. These oxygen-free conditions enabled the boats to survive until they were excavated almost 60 years ago. Hmm. Um, By the end of the year, these 3D reconstructions will be housed at the new uh, Roman Ship Museum and uh, will enable visitors to discover ancient boat construction techniques and what life was like on board these Roman vessels. It will also allow them to virtually navigate in what was the most important Mediterranean port complex during the Roman Empire. You could be your own Captain Sandy. Well, 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 well. Yeah, so pretty cool. Usually just see like old shit looking old. And uh, now you're going to get an old shit looking new. And I think, uh, I hope they use that that phrase for their museum for advertising. Finally see some old shit looking new. Finally see some old shit looking new. Well, that's interesting. Anyway, that's Boat Facts. Back to you, anchor host. If you you heard me, Fiumicino's, it's in um, Rome. Yeah, well, that's what they said. It was right outside of Rome. Yeah, but you you weren't listening to me when I said it. Well, I I heard you. I just... Oh. It's not Boat Facts with Anna Hosniak. You're right. It's... uh... Boat facts with Nikki T. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This was episode eight of season six of Below Deck. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, leave us a five-star review. We'd love it. Leave Nick a boat facts. We stopped talking about airports. There used to be ports. Oh, my the God. Fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just joking. That was, a, that was actually pretty interesting. Oh, thank God. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Email us at DeckheadsPod at gmail.com. Check out our merch on Tee Public, guys. We are selling shirts, beanies, tanks. We actually don't have beanies. Tanks, hats, masks, iPhone cases, laptop cases, mugs, butts. Follow me at Anna Hosnia. Nick is at Nick's Turners. And uh Love you guys. See you guys on the flip side. See you season six, episode nine. Coming That's at you. Correct Amundo. Au revoir. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.